What is up, guys? Sonner for Canadian Rider. Today, we're on the second episode of the Downshift Podcast, and I have my good friend with me, Gervir, and we're going to be talking about why you should actually look into starting your own detailing business. Welcome to the podcast, Gervir. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for inviting me out. Yeah, no worries. Uh, kind of give us the rundown as like why you started a detailing business. As you guys know on the channel, um, I had my own detailing business. I love doing that. It started out of a passion of mine. I know a lot of people may be interested in, hey, I love cars. I love this kind of space. Can I actually start my own business to make some money? Um, so yeah, Gravier, give us an intro about yourself and like what led you down that path. I'm currently working as a full-time mortgage agent, so commissions, uh, which actually I wouldn't have gotten into if it wasn't for detailing, which is the funny part. We'll, we'll, right. we'll talk about how I got into that, though. That's no problem. Uh, prior to that role, I was actually working at the bank as a licensed insurance advisor for the Royal Bank. So, yeah, you know, you and I, we both share a common interest of, you know, a love for cars, um, detail-oriented people. Right. Um, just being out there, you know, talking to people is, is something I love doing. Because uh, I've been I've been a waiter for numerous years. I think I was a waiter for around eight years or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, um, the question is, why should you start your own detailing business, right? Um, well, there's many perks to it, right? Like for number one starters, you have your tax benefits, right? You know, you can get a nice tax return at the end of the year or write off expenses that you generally wouldn't be able to at a nine to five. Right. Especially if it's your hobby, right? Like for me, it was, I was buying these detailing supplies and everything. I was doing it for myself, but if I started my own business with it, all of these I can expense through the income that I'm making. And it gets so expensive too. Like it gets some of the products I have like up there, up there. Right. Um, but yeah, imagine buying them just for personal use and then not being able to write them off. So yeah, there are, there's plenty of tax benefits. Um, other benefits uh, you would probably have are, I think I think it's great for anyone of all ages because one, when you, when you own your own business, whether it's small, big or whatever, it makes you an overall well-rounded person. You're going to have accounting under your boat because you got to keep your books. You got to keep your books in line. Right. It makes you an organized person because you got to not only organize your schedule you need to line up clients you're working around the clock also it's it's hard it's not easy right um you know you're working with clients you're organizing receipts organizing books um so organization is definitely key what else would you how oh you're, you're doing things that you would have never ever done working at nine to five like you got to focus on your marketing for example right you got right. you have to create your own content you have to take your own picture i was not i'll tell you right now i was terrible until this year i was terrible at that just simply because I didn't realize the importance of it. Right. Um, but now I'm at a more serious point in my life where it's like either I grow this company to a point where it's just run by a general manager or I just keep it where it is. Cause I mean, my phone rings two to three times a day at this point. It's just, um, it's getting overwhelming. So I don't know if I should just scale back a little or. Yeah. Like two people yesterday were asking me, Hey, who can I go to? I'm like, go to contrast detail and go to Gravier. That's amazing. And like a good point that you mentioned is like when I started the business too, in the beginning, I didn't know actually a, a lot of this stuff. I was still an accountant myself and actually this, like taking the pictures and the videos and all that got me into marketing more. Um, and you start learning and developing all these skills. And honestly, I think it made me a, a better, well-rounded person in terms of my business knowledge and acumen. Exactly. And the other great part is that you have so much more flexibility with time. Let's say, right. all right, so um, recently I started doing a lot of reading, right? Uh, Millionaire Fasting was one of the key books I read to my financial success today. Um, basically, so, and, and, and I follow a lot of like financial gurus. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Like for me, it's just, 
because for me and my personal belief, I think 20s are years to grind. You know, right. I already partied. I, I partied and everything in my early university years, and I have no profound interest to do that anymore. Right. You know, like, I don't know how I see some of these people going out partying every week, and I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> grow up. But yeah, to each their own, right? Right. You know, that's something they want to do. And I'm like you too, man. Like I remember, even still, when we were a little bit younger, like we would go out, but we'd still be waking up at 7 a.m. the next day and hustling and grinding, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it comes down to. It's um. What, what, what do you view success as right at the end of the day some people view it as financial success some people right. just want financial freedom like everyone views success differently some people just think enjoying your time success going on vacation every year want a lot more people want mansions people want this and that for me right. personally uh, um that's actually one of the reasons i pursued contrast because the amount of flexibility allows you to break out of that rat race the nine to five right because it's for me it's, i don't i'm not money hungry i'm not greedy mm. but what i do want is financial freedom i want to be able to i want to be able to go out to you know spend a thousand dollars on vacation and not have to think about it because right. one of the key one of the key factors i took away from that book millionaire fast lane was if you go to buy a stick of gum do you think about it no i don't think about it the more income streams you can generate the faster you can become financially free so that that's what contrast detailing was for me it's just another stream of income right that just happened to get a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be right and you talked about like you have those other um businesses or other you know career paths that you're pursuing still but you're still working on these other sources of income and different streams to keep building out that portfolio what are your five like tips that you would say for running your business right running a small detailing business what have you learned over the last couple of years that you can maybe educate somebody that's looking for starting their own business and this is maybe tied to a passion of theirs. Um, top five tips. My biggest learning curves were organization. Learn how to do basic bookkeeping and learn to stay organized with your receipts and stay up to date with that. Um, so learn, important. Learn, it's probably the most crucial because that's the hardest part I had personally. Because um, you, you, like grade 12 is the last time I did any basic bookkeeping. Sorry, probably like first year of university is the time I did any basic bookkeeping. Right. Um, bookkeeping is key, key, key. I can't stress that enough. And this is like business fundamentals, business 101. Like if you're starting any business, not just a detailing business, you need to have your bookkeeping down because you don't want the tax authorities to come after you. Who knows when they'll ever audit you, but that would be a disaster. Just know the basics. That That's yeah. really all you need. Um, and stay organized with the receipts and kind of plan for the future, you know, like, Start already start labeling your files 2017, da da da, da right? Or, or whatever. Right. However, you do it. Uh, tip number two I would have to give is focus on your marketing content. Focus on taking proper pictures, making proper posts. Um, use, use programs such as Canva, key, key, key. Um, right. I think there's another app called Mojo. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are all free and, and they make your stuff look professional grade. Mm -hmm. um, but focus on your marketing because that is honestly what makes it or breaks it. And like I have a marketing background, transparently speaking, like, and marketing is so important. People don't understand like the way you market and position your products or services is extremely important. If you're positioning, let's say, you know, you're doing a bunch of cars for a car dealership, or if you're positioning your services that for high end exotic cars, right? 
your marketing is going to actually speak and portray to the quality of your services that you're actually providing. Reason being I say that is because it's all about branding. Right. You're going to be able to charge tenfold for something, you know, you, you would have only been able to charge like a hundred dollars for, um, right. for example, because the thing is when you go look up a company, um, are you really going to buy if it doesn't look professional? No. Like if, if I was a automotive enthusiast, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm looking at all of your social media. I'm checking your Google reviews. I'm making sure that the service and the price that you're charging me for is reflective of the quality of work that I see that you're doing online. 100%. And now marketing, it's all up to you to go ahead and, you know, give that image to, to the client because you have to, marketing is an art. You have to portray what's going on right. to the client. No one knows what work you did. No one knows how happy the other people are. You know, right? But how, how do you show everyone else? Right. The thing is, I, I've had so many positive experiences and I was trying to get Google reviews. That would be tip number three. Reviews, 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 because word of mouth is free marketing. So do you, after every customer, incentivize them or tell them, hey, to leave a Google review? Uh, not anymore. Uh, simply just because I don't have time to go follow up with the client, but I will follow up with clients if, if there's, um, any problems or anything. I, I haven't had anyone come back ever, to be honest, mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll always check to be, Hey, you know what? Um, how's everything going? Is there anything I need to work on? Keep your customer happy, a simple, Hey, hello. Thank mm -hmm. you for coming by or, you know, just service with a smile goes such a long way. And that's part of marketing because that's going to drive repeat business. Like you just talked about it, right? Like repeat business is the best type of business. You're done acquiring that customer. They're already acquired. And the thing is when that person goes and tells someone else, right? it's great because that person says, oh, so-and-so told me to come here. But in your head, what you hear is I don't have to sell myself to you because someone else already did it for me. That, yes. That's at least what I hear, you know? It's like, all right, so... Right. You're here, you're already sold. I know you're not going to leave because it's a referral. Right. So tip two, very important tip, the marketing. Focus on your marketing. I guess you get the rule of tip two, yeah. Um, tip number three, what would we call tip three? I would say staying, uh, keeping your shop clean, keeping a professional image at all times. Um, you know, like your shop needs to be clean, your, your, your supplies need to be clean, your pads need to be clean, making sure it's every single night after people leave, it looks professional. So that when, imagine a client pulling up and your shop is all over the place. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not taking my car to that person. Right. Yeah, because now if you're doing this great marketing and you know you have this image online, it needs to be reflective when the customer walks into your shop. Yeah. Um, tip number four. This is a very crucial one as well. Do your research know your products, uh, know your market, focus on a niche. You know, if you if your niche is supercars, stick to supercars, you know, advertise your supercars, talk to people with supercars, you know, know everything there is about a supercar. Um, what part goes where, why is this, you know, focus on your niche, do your research. Um, if, if your niche is ceramic coating, focus on just advertising ceramic coatings. Um, but the thing is you need to do your research, sit on YouTube, I watched a lot of ammo NYC a lot. Yeah. I, I love Larry. I can't, I can't tell you how many hours I've watched. I've watched this entire professional series. I've gone and practiced it. 
man, like you have to practice, you have to do your research. He's a fanatic. He's crazy. But yeah, just like the same thing you just mentioned, that is all learning material online, easy to get to. It's on YouTube. Um, tip number five. We've gone over marketing. We've gone over accounting. We've gone over being clean, learning. I, I wouldn't even know what else to say for tip five, to be honest. You know what? I'm going to jump in on tip five. I think this is important. You have to, if you're doing this, and I, I talked about it earlier, you have to have a passion for what you're doing. Honestly, I'm a big believer in that. Like, There's this book that I just started reading. Um, it's actually right over here. Uh, it's by Angela Duckworth. It's Grit. And in this book, she talks about and she does, she really looks at all of these successful people across various industries. And what do they all have in common? They all have a passion and perseverance to succeed that has made them successful. They're not smart. They're not openly saying they're geniuses. They're not openly saying they're tycoons. All they have said was, listen, I had a passion for this. I wanted to succeed. And, you know, there was obstacles in front of me, but I continued to persevere and persevere. I think that is like, that's my tip number five. I, I could agree with that because I'm going to add on. I will tell you right now having a business is one of the hardest things I've ever done because honestly, sometimes you're just pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing, you're doing everything right. And it just feels like, Oh my God, things aren't rolling my way. Things aren't just going anywhere. You know, it's just, right. you try so hard sometimes and you feel lost. But the thing is, I'm so happy I did it that another day because that next day, boom, skyrockets. I right. out there. there will be times I will have, no calls for a day or two because the weather's going down, right? And then right. you start thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm going to add on to something. Save your money. Have a rainy day fund. I'm going right. to incorporate that into accounting um, and do a lot of reading. So adding on to number four, like you said, you read Grit. Another book I would recommend people actually is Scale with Speed. Another one for me. Tell us a little bit about this. Basically, this book just focuses on um, having if you have a business, how to grow it. Cause it talks about, you don't want to focus on slow growth. You know, you don't want linear, you want exponential growth. If you're not number one, you're number zero, I guess, whatever. Right. But the thing is, it's focused on having exponential growth. And I, I, I really do recommend this for people. Um, it's going to give you that motivation. You, you, it's going to give you that motivation. It's going to give you the guidance. And the thing is, it's such an easy read at the end of every chapter, there's summaries. If you don't want to read the entire book, just read the summaries, read the key points, the key takeaways. If this book's definitely number one for me. I, I use this for real estate. I use this for, well, contrast, anything really. Great recommendation. I'm going to actually make sure I link that book by Judge Graham. I'm going to link that book and Grit by Angela Duckworth um, in the description box down below so you guys can read that. Okay, that sounds like that's amazing. Um, Gervir, thank you so much for the tips, talking about a detailing business. If you guys have any questions, leave them down in the comment box below. Make sure you like this video if you found it helpful. Subscribe to the channel, over 25,000 subscribers. I wanna say again, thank you guys so much. Uh, the second episode of the Downshift Podcast. And if you're looking for detailing services in the Ontario area, check out Contrast Detailing. I'll be linking the description or linking their website in the description box down below um, to get some of your cars cleaned up, especially as we're going into spring next year or if you need to get your car ceramic before the winter, highly recommend it. Um, Gravir, thank you for coming on uh, the podcast. I really appreciate it.
No, no. Thank you so much for having me out here. Um, you know, letting me actually speak my mind a little bit, helping people um, in positions such as myself. Because honestly, I, I wish I had someone to talk to, but there was really just yourself and no one else. I remember you can I was come back you. on the show another time. I remember I was calling you constantly. But, hey, what do I do now? What do I do now? You know. So I wish I had a little bit of guidance. And if any of you out there need some guidance or if you need some pointers, help or anything, feel free to reach out at Contrast Detailing on Instagram. Sweet. All right. Thanks, Gravier. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Downshift Podcast.